100% Mummified is brought to you by Culture Management Group and Gandor Cosmetics. So Chris and I met a few years ago. I think it's like five years now. And the crazy thing is she never told me she was a mom. It was like after we chilled the third time. Are you serious? Yeah. And then I found out you're a mom. Well, no, William wasn't a teenager then. Yes. He yes. was literally, how old is he now? 14? Oh, no, he's 15 now. 15, so yes. he was 10. Yes. Oh, yes, he was 10. He exactly. Was 10. <laughs> what is life like with a 15-year-old? Well, life with a 15-year-old is, hmm, is a bit complicated and it is also a learning part yeah. yeah because i've never done it before i just hear about it and being a single mom too sometimes it's um you know it's it's i don't know how to explain it sometimes you want to scream yes sometimes i see myself calling my parents i'm like um okay he's acting like this now what am i supposed to do yeah. and that's because you know he's at 15 he's also you know growing and having his own way of thinking yes. there are things changing in his body yes. and he has his own feelings yes. so you're not only dealing with you know the physical but you're also dealing with the emotional and psychological and sometimes the sexual the sexual mm -hmm. we'll get to that um but what 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 kind of parents are you because you know they have like gentle parenting styles and they have a, 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 so many different mm -hmm. styles of parenting. Mm -hmm. What type of mom are you? Um, well, if you see us, you would, we're like brother and sister. Right. Right. So a lot of people already tell, like a lot of people say, oh, um, is, is that your little brother? Even his friends tell him, oh, your big sister is here to pick you up. And then he goes like, no. Even, even his <laughs> teachers are like, your big sister is here to pick you up. He's like, no, that's my mom, you right. know? So yeah, we're like brother and sister. So that means there's a bit of, um, gentle parenting, but as an African, I cannot be completely gentle. Okay. The, the African side has to come in sometimes, hey, like, you know, right. screaming and, you know, shouting sometimes. Right. <laughs> but even sometimes, like, you have to raise your hand sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Even though I don't want to do it. But at the end of the day, I realized, oh, sometimes it's necessary. You know, small spank here and there. It's right. very important that you do that. Mm -hmm. Your support system throughout the past 15 years? Parents, sisters, brothers. Apart from the family being there, like we have friends like you, like when you're just around, when am I just around you, um, you know, and watch how you do things with yourself. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So it's normal. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we all scream sometimes. We all are very chill sometimes. Yes. And yeah, we're just trying sometimes to. Sometimes we cry. Exactly. I cry. Yes. Even, like, even with this age, being a teenager, I cry because I'm like, I want to. Yeah. And then at the, at the same time, like, and, I see myself telling myself, but he's just growing. That's it. Things are happening to his body. He's That's trying it. to also find out who he is and all that. Yes. Yeah. What has been the hardest part of being a mom? <laughs> what has been the hardest part of being a mom to a boy? Well, the hardest part of being a mom 
to a boy. I don't know how I do it with girls though. Yeah. So I can't say boy. Can't boy. Yeah. yeah. So what's the hardest part of being a mom? Um like I, I think the hardest part of being a mom is um trying to find that balance of um being yourself, loving yourself and at the same time loving your child. Right. Because sometimes we tend to be protective and which is right you know love our children so much that we forget ourselves and everything that you know um so i mean everything that makes us us right you understand so like losing yourself basically i don't want to lose myself have you lost yourself at some at a point um yes at some point everything was about my son 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 oh sorry v i have to go i have to take care of myself you've heard it so much yeah 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 and then like when people ask me but how is even you're like that's a man exactly I'm like calm down and I think also because it's been you and him yes so people have to understand there's a different it's it's different yes it's well it's different yes it's different yeah I think you're right about that because like when I see um people doing it with partners you know and they're living together you know sometimes I don't care like oh yeah he's gonna be fine but like that's the person I wake up to every day. There's yeah. no other person I'm yeah. waking up to except that person. So yeah. yeah, sometimes I can be overprotective and forget that Christy, you have to leave. Yes. It was just recently I realized that, like, look, you have to leave. Yeah. So we're even discussing boarding boarding school and Oh, really? Yes, we were discussing like sending him to boarding school. Yes. yes. Would you would you be okay? For senior high, um, <laughs> for senior high, I'm thinking, yeah, he should, he should be in the, in, in the board. Wow. House. Yeah. But will you be okay? I would have to. Because separation anxiety? Is- I, I might have separation anxiety, um, but I'm, I am, I am getting to, you know, how do I say it? I'm learning how yeah, to learning to you know separate yeah. myself from him sometimes. Let him be. There's one time in the kitchen he actually told me, Mama, you, sh- you know, um, I like what you do with me. Um, you know, allowing me to be myself, allowing me to go and play and give me time to come back. Yeah. You know, because he goes to play football by himself. He, he leaves oh. the house and goes to school. Like, can I go to school and go and play football? And yes, it's it's, it's not very far. Although school- there's still that independence. Yes, mm-hmm. take your phone with you. Mm-hmm. Before I couldn't do that. I'm like, right. no. What if you go and they carry you for? Yeah. <laughs> what if you go and of course, you think of the craziest scenarios. Yeah. So, but now I just like allow him. Okay. William, where is William? William is now going to play football. Before I could go around the whole area, where is where where is he? But now, wow, yeah, you were that mom. Yes, but now I'm like, where I'm coming. So he was talking to me in the kitchen. You know, I like the freedom that you give me. Now he can just book an Uber and go to his friend's place. And and I feel like when you give them that freedom, they do they they don't misbehave. Yes, it's when you like hold them hostage, then they have a re- hostage. <laughs> but you know, when you're so strict. You know, then they want to sneak and do That is things. exactly what he said. He said, I like the freedom that you gave me because at the end of the day, I can I can go wherever I want and you would trust that I'm going mm-hmm. to come back. And I will come back. He said, but unlike some people that if I'm... He said, like some of my friends, I know that their parents are so strict with them that the time that they get freedom, the, ti- the, the time that, that they will ever get freedom, it's going to be hard for them to be coming back home. Yeah, it's true because I have friends... And I knew people that when I went to school in New York when I was younger, their parents were so strict and they were the worst of the worst. 
Yeah. And us who had more freedom that were supposed to be the worst of the worst were the ones that are, you know, even turned out, you know, <laughs> very well. You know? Right, so right. I even use that even with Aaron. Mm-hmm. So I allow, even at his young age, I allow him to be. Exactly. Growing, I'm allowing him to grow into who he is exactly without feeling like you should be like this, you should be doing this, you know. And I think that's really important, yeah. It is very important, it is very important because, like, I realized that okay, I have to give him this freedom because when I look at my life, although I grew up with two parents. At 15, yeah, you could go and play basketball. Yeah. You could go and do whatever. Just come back at the right time. Exactly. You could go for school parties. You could go to your friend's house. Yes. Just come back at the right time. Even that time, there was like, there were no cell phones. Yes. But they still trust that you will come yes. back. Talk less of now there are cell phones. So why am I being so, you know, protective over yes. him? So yeah, um, I'm using that to learn. And yeah, secondary school is coming soon. So yeah, yeah. he's going to go to boarding school. So he is. He's ready. And even me, I have anxiety <laughs> with you telling me this. I had anxiety when earlier on when people said he should go very early you know but the things we read about you know boarding how like schools and everything but now is it far well it's, it's, it's gonna be far it's not in a crowd but it's gonna be far. <laughs> it's far. Okay. yeah so um and i'm confident that he's not gonna be bullied and yeah. you know he's he, like i've I've, I've spoken to him so many times about that. He, should, he needs to be confident. Mm-hmm. If anything like that is happening, he needs to speak out. Mm-hmm. You know, with the whole speak out situation, and you know me and my feminism thing, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> you know, and how I feel about consent and yes. all that. Like, I instilled that mm-hmm. into his head mm-hmm. like a long time ago right. when he was a child. Right. And my parents, especially my mom, she didn't care if he was a child. She said it to him straight. You have to learn consent. You have to learn consent. And let me tell you something. When you go to your school and any... Let me speak like a Nigerian mom. She mm. goes like, and any teacher taught you down there, come back and tell me because yeah. nobody can touch me. You know? Yeah. So we have to put it in his head that, you know, things are happening to... Right. You understand? So yeah, and and right now he's confident and I know that like nobody can like bully him. And if, if anything like that happens, he won't be the one that will keep quiet. He will right. talk about it. So it's kind of like you're gonna have an empty nest, right? Because it's just like he's gonna be gone. He's going. Yes, but I don't see it as an empty nest. Do you feel like you'll be like more free? That's the point. Like maybe now I'll have time for me because I've been living for him. I'm still gonna be living for him, but but now like I'm just gonna, if V calls me and go like let's go out, I'm like okay, there's no sun out. <laughs> you always do say let's go, and then when we get there, it's. <sighs> Oh, William's not picking up his phone. And then oh, I begin to get anxiety. <laughs> and I'm like, Chris. Well, like you said, we, like you said earlier, we imagine the, the worst. worst. It's true. In my head, I'm like, maybe somebody has broken into the house. Yeah. Oh, my, oh, my son. Yeah. But you come back home, he's sleeping. He just and can't miss out on a good night. So maybe, yeah, now I'll be freer, like, do things that we want to do yeah. without, you know, having to think a lot and, yeah, and, yeah, be flexible with my life. Do you feel like um, you've put your career on the back burner? Well, because you're a mom, hmm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. But you know, doing it alone comes within its own challenges. Mm-hmm. You understand? Sometimes you want help. Sometimes you want to scream. It affects you psychologically. It affects you financially. Yeah. It affects you emotionally. And when you see your finances aren't doing great sometimes, you want to scream. Right. You understand? So, um, 
I wouldn't say I, you know, instead, instead with all that, it actually pushes me to, you know, do, do more, more, do better, do more, do right. better. And with the more and better that you want to do, sometimes it's draining. Right. It is draining. It's just like I'm tired. Yeah. I am tired. So on an earlier podcast, I spoke to Mami Jane, and she, she spoke about the fact that she didn't go into motherhood thinking I'm going to be a single mom or I want to be a single mom. No one. I don't. Who does think that? Do you get me? But what have you pulled from this journey of being a single mom? I told Mami Jane for me, it's not something I expected, right? Or wanted, but... I wouldn't change it. Right. Like I've experienced so much growth as a woman <laughs> through this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you pulled from it? And first of all, do you regret being a single mom? And what have you pulled from it in 15 years? <laughs> like you said earlier, and like mommy said, no one goes into the journey, you know, wanting to be a single man. And that's what a lot of people don't know, you know, and that's why they have so much backlash on single man. And we don't really care anymore. But, yes. but um, things happen. And what I've pulled from it is strength. And I could do whatever I want to do as long as I put my mind to it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it was a lot for me to process at that young age. Mm-hmm. How am I going to do it? How am I going to, you know, make this happen right. how will my life turn out i'm going to drop out of school i'm going to be on the street yeah. but then again um what i also realized is that having um family mm-hmm. that supports you it's important mm-hmm. because my friends always tease me my friends in nigeria always tease me she goes like so you know if you didn't have your family and you would be on the Lagos Bridge with your child. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. But yeah. then, and when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, it could have been worse. Yeah. But my family, yeah, very traditional African Nigerian family, Christian family. Yeah, in the beginning, you know, my dad wasn't really impressed, you know, yeah. and excited about the whole news about like his daughter yeah. that's supposed to be in school pregnant. Right. But then, you know, they, you know, they, they came in, they, they, you know, they tried to help. Mm. And that help is important. I think that actually helped me emotionally and psychologically. Mm. And they actually, and you know, all this, all this together have just shown me that, huh. Um, in fact, strength, strength. Strength, that's yeah. what I say too. Strength, strength, strength. And whatever I put my mind to do, I can do it. Right. Yeah, because you have no choice even. You 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 even have no choice. Literally. You have no choice. Who's gonna do it for you? Literally. The child is looking up to you. Yes. So look so yes. you have no choice than to do it. So yeah, strength. Do you have any okay, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being a single mom is 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 wild. It <laughs> it's is a wild, wild journey. It's wild. It's wild. It is wild. It's wild. Because you're facing not only, you know, trying to put your life together, you're facing also trying to handle your child right and make him feel, him or her feel safe. Yes. You know, you know, like 
they say it's important for children to feel safe. Yes. And you know, sometimes when the children are not with both parents, they act differently. Yes. And you don't want that. Nope. And you're reading that every day. Yep. You want the child to have confidence. Yes. You want the child to feel good about who yes. it is. He shouldn't feel shy. Yes. You know, so we even, we, we talk about that. Yes. I say, how do you feel sometimes that you have like a single parent? Yeah, how does William feel? At this point, um, you know, being... He being a child of a single mom, he he really doesn't care. But also, there was um, because obviously I know Chris. You you came to Ghana to settle, yeah, before you brought William, mm-hmm. right? And so, how was that for him? The transition, yes. Well, okay, so like um, in Nigeria, and he was in the east of Nigeria, and it's very traditional and it's very religious. So obviously, um, he when he goes to school, he sees people and that say, "My mother, my father, my mother, my father." But he's only as my grandmother and my grandfather, my grandmother and my grandfather, and my mother is in Ghana. My mother, but nobody, he's he's never talking about his father. Right. So when he like so. I'm gonna put that on the side. The first day, the, the first time he visited Ghana, he was like, "Wow, I don't want to go back." Wow, he was happy. He was free. Oh, you know, he yeah. like I mean, he loves his grandparents, but yeah. it was different from yeah, him. of course. So, so like that was the moment I was like, "You know what? I have to plan in the next um, in the next two years. You have to move, mm-hmm. and I have to plan towards that." So when he moved, we had that discussion. So how do you like your school here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, "It's great. It's." you know and there are people like me I said what do you mean there are people like me he was like yeah there are people that you know are also children of single parents yeah. and I'm like what do you mean Nigeria he was like no you know in these religious yeah. you know it's always mother father so you cannot really talk about right. these things and I'm like so do you feel good about it he was like yeah and I feel free about it because oh. I see a lot of children like me yeah. so even recently at this is as at his big age right now we talked about it he was like yeah there are people like me but you know nobody really tells you what happened to their um, second parent right. so we're just and I'm like, good. And I love that because even Aaron's school, um, as young as he is, when they do like family portfolios, they give options. So it's like, okay, I just live with daddy or I live with mommy mm-hmm. or I live with both or I live with my grandparents. Like, and that is, I, I love that because it allows him to know that it's okay. It's normal. Yes. It's normal. So I was really, I was really impressed when, right. you know, they came, he right. came home with mm-hmm. that. I was like, okay. It's not like, like, and, yeah. and like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, schools are beginning to pick that up. And I, yes. I really wish like all schools picked that up yes. really because he moving here really made him feel confident with yes. that. Because I realized that if I could have let him stay there longer, it might, it might mess with him. Yes. It might fuck up his brain. So, and I don't yeah. want that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I say like, you know, being a single mom is not just thinking about you, but thinking about his well-being, mental state, and how he's going to grow up and how he's going to turn yes. out. You don't want a child that is not confident. Yes. You don't want a child that can't express himself. Yes. Yeah. So, teenager... Do you want to expand? You want more? Um, I wouldn't mind, but I've told you before. Like um, right now, where? Yeah. <laughs> In your career? Yeah. Well, not career per se. Like even with my fears and you know, yeah. um, experience, past experiences. I um, I'm leaning towards surrogacy. I know it's something that we don't like to talk about in Africa, but... It's the reality. Yeah. I'm leaning towards that. Like, I even told my sister, like, two days ago, I'm like, 
She was like, do, please do fast and come and born another one. I'm like, yeah, you like children. You have three children. You can still give birth since you're so younger. So why it. would you carry it? I'll pay you. <laughs> and we laughed about it. Yeah. But she thought it's a joke. But I'm serious. <laughs> you are serious. Yes. I'm serious. Like, you can carry it. Don't worry. We'll take care of you and everything. But I'm, I, I don't want to carry no more. don't want to carry Yeah. But if it happens, great. Right. But my first choice right now will be surrogacy. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's surprising, so, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, not not surprised because there's anything wrong with it. Because I know people have who have gone that route, mm-hmm. and it's it's the norm. Yeah. Like people, I think too many in our society, nothing is the norm. Like yeah. it's like so yeah. taboo. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Well, yeah. Why does she want to carry yeah. the child? Yeah. But people have their own personal reasons. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if that's the route that you would love to go on, of course, yeah, you know, yeah. definitely you'll get my support. Because I'm like, give us more. William needs a brother. Talking about, you know, talking about he wanting a brother or sister. He told me, if you ever give birth right now, since I'm like 15 years older, don't you think that your kids will call me uncle? I'm like shade, but yeah, that's true. It's true. You take care of them. (laughs) He definitely will. You will take care of them. So you you have so much going on. Mm -hmm. So I just want to quickly touch on your NGO. Mm Um, heal and chill. Right. Um, what what heal and chill is. Right. The impact that it's making. Mm-hmm. And you also um, have a jewelry line, which is doing very well. Am I wearing? Yes. Oh yes, I am. <laughs> I'm wearing. I wear them a lot. You'll see it in different episodes. Um, yes. Yeah, so let's start with heal and chill. Okay. What it is. Okay. And. The impact has made so far. So here in Chile right now, um, we're trying to put structures together. But in the past, um, we have, well, how it all started. It actually started um, from passion of, you know, trying to find um, healing and um, healing for sexual assaults um, survivors and also educates people on issues like that because I believe um, if we educate and talk about these issues, it will help at least eradicate, if not completely eradicate it, at least people understand that, okay, these are the wrongs and right and unlearn the, the, um, unlearn the negative ways of, you know, doing things and thinking. And okay, so we've actually, you know, um, in the past, we've actually um, had live talks and apart from the live talks, we've also partnered with some NGOs to talk to schools. Mm-hmm. And also, um, one of the most interesting ones we did was, you know, working with nightlife companies by putting out stickers mm-hmm. in their bathrooms. It's still in blue bar. A blue. <laughs> I saw it at Twist. Yes. It was in the Twist bathroom. Yeah. And I was just like, is Chris following me? <laughs> Um, but I also saw it in, in Bloom. Yes, yeah, and, and you know the funny thing is still it's still in Bloom Bar. Yeah. So when you go to Bloom Bar, it's still in the bathrooms and you know, you know, teaching people about consent yes. and you know, because most times when people get intoxicated, they think okay, they can do anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And right now we just um we shot a documentary. Nice. We haven't put it out yet because we're true we're still trying to see if we should add more, just you know, put out what we have yeah. there. Yeah. So we shot a, a, a documentary which will be out soon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, we're just putting things together. It might it might look like it's been on hold, but you know we're just working in the background. And the jewelry line is doing quite well. But what's the name? Ola. Yes. Ola. Ola is on it's on it's, it's an online shop. Yeah, so you can go on social media. Hey, it's Ola, and then you can find it there. And we're doing quite well when it comes to yeah. that one. Yeah, and with support from people like you. 
and other wonderful ladies. Yeah. And of course, you can always find Chris on one of your TV stations. Yeah, City one TV. One of the <laughs> Uh, TV shows. She only promotes the ones we're gonna discuss this another day. We're gonna discuss this on live on on on, on the podcast. But we, we but watch. I was ready to actually still, we watch. No, I was ready to start promoting until ah! we went on leave. Ah! We went on leave. <laughs> we went on leave. Mm-hmm. But no, you're doing so well. And um, of course, we're always gonna support you. We can't wait for. All that comes out more with your jewelry. Mm-hmm. I know you had a recent sale. Yeah. You have some new pieces that came in. Obviously, when Heal and Chill is back, backing up, backing up, back in action, um, you let us know. Right. And I hope you enjoy um, the empty nest where when your you know your son <laughs> goes off to boarding school. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that will allow me have another baby, but that's not the point. Anyway, I also want to say congratulations on this. I really, really love it. I mean, there's no one doing anything for mothers. Mm. Vanessa, Vanessa, I call you the matriarch when it comes to issues <laughs> of mothers in this country. Oh. You understand? You're not just only talking about it, but you're also out there doing philanthropic work and helping people. If you guys don't know, Vanessa actually pays the bills of, you know, vulnerable women that have given birth and can't pay the bills. So when you see Vanessa out there, Say hi, she's doing the Lord's work. 100% Mummified is brought to you by Culture Management Group and Gandor Cosmetics.